0: feels like it happened. Maybe it didn't happen so quickly, but it feels like it happened quite quickly where you, you know, did the work mm-hmm. um, on your own for you and it turned into like this mission. But did it ever feel like when people were asking you, can you coach me? You know, can you do this? Did it ever feel like you were like an imposter? Mm-hmm. Not that you are. Mm-hmm. It's more like, you know, we all yep. deal with imposter syndrome, right? Like it's like... Mm-hmm. Can I do that? Mm -hmm. I guess I'm trained to do that, but like, can I do it? It's like those first few people that come to you. What did that feel like? Mm -hmm. And how did you really step into your light?
1: Well, I had an amazing mentor at the time. Mm. And he said to me, You are never, I'm trying to remember his exact words, but it was something along the lines of everyone is doing the best that they can. And if you think that you've got to be enlightened to coach someone else, you are never going to get there. Like, no one is perfect. I actually deleted the word perfect and perfection from my vocabulary because you show me someone who has it all together. I wanna to meet them. Because, can you, like, seriously, like, if you know someone, please let me know because I'd love to shake their hand. But no one, is perfect. It doesn't even exist. And he said to me, Melissa, all you have to do is share your experience and speak from your heart. And that's what I did. So I know, because I now coach a lot of coaches, I know that that's a big thing for a lot of coaches is they feel like they're imposters. They feel like, well, I can't coach someone on business if I don't have my business sorted. I can't coach someone in health if I haven't got my health sorted. I can't coach someone on relationships if I haven't got my relationships sorted. We're all working on growing and evolving. We're all work in progresses. Like we're never gonna get to that point of enlightenment. And when we do, we'll levitate out of this body and we'll leave the world. We'll leave this physical plane. But right now, we're all still here, which means we've all got stuff to learn. So very early on in my coaching days, I got over that limiting mean girl belief that who am I to coach someone? So if there is anyone listening that is a coach that has that belief, like just let it go because there's no such thing as perfect or perfection. All we can do is share our experience and speak from our heart and you will inspire other people. And I am honest with my, you know, with my clients and with my tribe and my mentoring groups. And I'm like, I'm still working on this guys. You know, I'm still mastering my main girl. I'm still practicing crystal clear communication with my husband every day. I'm not going to stand here and say, I am quote unquote perfect. I am still on my path and I'm still on my journey. And I I am I'm so grateful to be on this path and be on this journey with everyone at the same time. Mm-hmm. I love that. Something that's beautiful. Something that you mentioned was um, you know, having an eating disorder and working through that. And, you know, it often seems like there are people that have eating disorders and then, you know, in order to overcome it, they immerse themselves in um health coaching or some sort of, you know, way to educate themselves, but also, get into it. Like, how did you, I guess, come get through that? Like, how, can you talk about the path of your eating disorder and sort of how it brought you to um, finding food that nourishes you rather than restricting? So mine kind of started when I was really started when I was twenty when I moved to Paris to dance the Moulin Rouge. That's where it got really bad because. I was witnessing all of these beautiful Amazonian-like women. I mean, if you've been to the Moulin Rouge, like the women are just like off Victoria's Secret catwalk. Like it's, it's stunning. And I was witnessing all of these women walking around calling themselves the most horrible names. I'm fat, I'm ugly, uh, I've got this, I've got that. And mm. it wasn't a good environment for someone that was in my situation who was very vulnerable and very sensitive to that stuff. It wasn't a very good environment for me to be in at that time. But, you know, there's other people that go there and they're fine. But because of this mental state that I was in, it wasn't a supportive environment for me at that time in my life. And, you know, I did some really stupid things. What I realized after so then four years later so that kind of went on for about four years and then four years later when i was 24 which which is when i ended up in hospital and i realized that i had absolutely you know no idea how to look after myself but when you are in hospital with a whole i had a whole host of health issues but basically my entire immune system shut down I had chronic fatigue thyroid issues like so many different things but when your health is taken away from you you really do question everything. You're like, well, without my health, I can't do the things that I want to do in the world. I can't inspire women. I can't do any of that. And so I really did have to look at the way that I was feeding my body. And so the first step was then enrolling in the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I started to understand food as medicine. So that was like my first concept, and I and I started to then appreciate this vehicle that we've been gifted. And then I realized it's not just about what you put in your mouth, it's more about the thoughts that you think, or what I call your inner mean girl says to you. And so I began a deep dive journey into mastering my inner mean girl because that voice was what drove my eating disorder. You're not skinny enough. You're not pretty enough. You don't look like her. That voice is what really exacerbated the eating issues. And so I did a lot of work on my inner mean girl, which is where mastering your mean girl, my first book, where it came from. And it's been my absolute mission from that moment to not only nourish my physical body, my temple, but to also make sure that I'm constantly mastering my mean girl, the voice inside my head, so that I don't disrespect this vehicle or disrespect myself ever again like I have in the past. And it's a journey. Mm. It's a journey Like for anyone who is struggling with body image or an eating issue, really look at what is going on internally. Because when you love and respect yourself so much, you will never treat your body like crap. But that's what we've got to look at. We've got to look at what is that internal dialogue saying to us. That's the best place to
0: start. Mm. Do you have any, um, favorite mantras that you would kind of use to talk to that inner mean girl that our listeners could use as well?
1: Mm, absolutely. So I have a three step mastering your inner mean girl Uh, voice, but this is also for the dudes too. Like this doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, they've got, they've got inner critics too. And you can Mm -hmm. call it your inner critic. You can call it fear. You can call it ego, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And we've all got it. The thing is that women have between 60 and 80,000 thoughts a day. Men have 40,000. So we have potentially double the amount of internal dialogue going on upstairs so that means that we might have to master that inner critic a lot more than they have to but they're not exempt from this we've all got that voice so the three-step process that I talk about in my book and in all my programs and in all my talks and everything that I do goes like this the first step is awareness You have to become aware of her voice and what she is saying. And maybe she is saying, you're not pretty enough, or you're not skinny enough, or you're not good enough, or you'll never meet the guy, you'll never get out of debt. Who do you think you are trying to write a book, get over yourself? That voice. Mm. So we need to become clear on that. First. And what I get everyone to do is write it down. So my mean girl is currently telling me that I'm not good enough. Or my mean girl is currently telling me I'm never going to meet the guy. My mean girl is currently telling me I'm never going to get out of debt. Or I'm not pretty enough, skinny enough, whatever. First step is awareness. Because once you are aware of something, you can then make change. But you don't know what you don't know. So if you're not aware of it, you can't change it because you don't know about it. So once we are aware of it, it's like we've turned on the light switch in a dark room. We're like, oh, okay, I can see now. The second step is we gently close the door on that thought. So what most people do and what I've done, you know, in my early 20s was I would let that voice in and I'd let it come into my house, sleep over, wear all of my clothes and sleep in my bed for weeks, months and if not years. But that's what we don't want to do. So when that annoying fear-based voice comes knocking on your door, you say, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not interested. And it, imagine it like an annoying salesperson. Like if someone annoying comes and knocks on your door and they're like, want to give you this 45 minute spiel on something that you are just so not interested in. You'd be like, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not interested. And that's what we've got to do with this inner critic. Thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not interested today. So that is the second step. We gently close the door. And the third step is we choose love instead. So this is when we choose a different mantra. So the first mantra that you were telling yourself is I'm not good enough. The next one is I am perfect and whole and complete just the way I am. I am perfect and whole and complete just the The way I am. And you can choose mantras that inspire you. Use words that inspire you. Um, I have a ton of them in both of my books. Um, And it's really important that you use words that really resonate with you. Or I'm just perfect and whole. Or I am love. You know, whatever you want to use, use those words. So that's the three step process. It's very simple, but doesn't mean it's going to be a piece of cake.